Well, welcome to the latest ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. Again, we have questions coming in from the membership, and that is great. Um, Some of them are rather anguished, like this one. I can't get product in a timely fashion. Why is this happening, and when will this end? You are asking the question that, oh, so many are asking these days. The supply chain was wrecked last year, and it has still not recovered. So we're in for more of this for months. Um, I wish I had a more upbeat forecast when it came to supply, but I don't. Um, The three problems that are really converging all at the same time, number one is you certainly had the impact from all of the pandemic nonsense. So shipping was delayed, ships were not able to dock, there were quarantines, ships were not able to unload cargo, they were not able to, I mean... Blank sailing became common. It was was a nightmare. The whole just-in-time system deteriorated almost overnight. As the lockdowns began to lift, some of that improved, but you still have a situation where about 40% to 45% of global cargo is stuck. I mean, one of the reasons that it's currently stuck is that of the 123,000 some odd seafarers in the world, 90,000 of them are from developed countries, developing countries rather, and they've not been able to get vaccinated. <clears throat> so in many cases, they're not allowed to disembark. It has seriously complicated staffing the cargo ships, etc. So some of this we can very clearly blame on, on just the supply chain crush. The number two factor has been the excess in demand, and we've talked about this before. I mean, that's what's been feeding inflation all along. But you've got such a demand spike happening so fast and so unexpectedly that it's outrun the ability of producers to manage it. And the producers, in all fairness, didn't really know what to expect. At the beginning of the year, we were thinking we'd see, you know, moderate growth. 4.5% was what was predicted by the Fed. But within a month, they changed and said, no, it's going to be more like 6.5%. So we've really accelerated. I mean, we've been out of last year's recession since April of this year. So we really came out of the gate fast. And suppliers have not been able to keep up. Normally and I've talked about this before, inflation will tend to correct itself because prices get high enough that people don't want to pay them and demand begins to drop. This time, it really hasn't worked that way because there's so much excess money in circulation that people are ignoring inflation and just going ahead anyway. I mean, it's totally anecdotal, but talking to some remodelers not long ago saying they assumed that there would not be a soul on the planet looking to build a new deck this summer. And they have hundreds of contracts. They're pointing out to people that, well, you know, if you waited till next year, it's probably going to be a quarter of the price because lumber is so expensive. I don't care. I have the money. I want a deck. Build me a deck. So we're not getting that normal ratcheting down that we would when inflation starts to show up. And then the third problem with supply has been labor. There hasn't been enough people to do the producing even when you get access to the raw materials. So it's just one shortage after another compounding to create a crisis. And it's suppliers literally bumbling from one 
customer to the next, trying to keep everybody happy, knowing that they don't have enough inventory, are not going to have enough inventory, and don't even know when they're going to have enough inventory. So when does this end? It's going to be piecemeal. You're going to see a certain amount of recovery as the summer goes on. Certain things will more or less catch up as far as supply and demand. You're probably going to see lumber prices start to come down as the sawmills get back to three shifts and as we reduce some of the tariffs against Canadian softwood. You'll probably see maybe steel prices come down if we actually reduce some of the tariffs against European steel. You will probably see the chip shortage last all the way till 2022. There is still no progress on doing more chip manufacturing in the U.S., We are still dependent on an Asian supply chain and don't even have access to most of what the Chinese produce. So it's going to be very hit and miss. Uh, There's the potential for a little bit of a recovery when it comes to food commodities. It's been a decent spring, so the harvest should be relatively more normal and robust, but that remains to be seen. We still have two or three more months to go through and weather is notoriously unpredictable, almost as bad as economics. So there's no real easy solution. A lot of what is determining what's happening with supply is that that rapid demand. The one thing that would allow supply to catch up, unfortunately, would be a drop in demand. But we don't really want that. Um, That's going the opposite direction. That's heading us back towards stagnation or recession. So... I guess the good news, bad news is, the good news, we're growing, yay, we're growing really fast, yay, the bad news is, we don't have enough stuff to support it, so it's going to be, hang on, look for bargains, look for areas that start to open up a little sooner than the others, but overall, the problem's going to be with us, really, definitely through the summer, but probably through the end of the year. Tune in next week for more upbeat and exciting news. Um, Hopefully we'll have some by then. (laughs) Thank you.